Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groovy. A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio. And your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Welcome into Groovy Soup, a show all about the artists and bands of Ohio and sometimes the friends of Ohio. I'm Paul Holden, your host and chef of this mashup of melodies. And tonight, it's a special episode of Groovy Soup as we learn about the history, the music, and the culture of Ukraine with... Someone who has a deep connection and a deep tie. We also get to hear a little bit of a blend of Appalachia and Ukraine music tonight. And it's called Slavalacha. <laughs> I believe I get that right, but we're going to talk more about that uh, and a whole lot more with Brother Hill. You might remember Brother Hill from the Hill Spirits interview from earlier, uh, from later in the year in 2021. But we start the show off with the new Brother Hill track. This one's called Mikolai. That was Mikolai by Brother Hill, who spent lots of time learning, understanding, and traveling around Ukraine. And what's going on in the world today hits really close to home for him. We learn more about how he's trying to help and the power of music right now. Tonight on Groovy Soup, 
I did what I've done a few times where I've interviewed bands and then I reach out to the individual artist as the, as of I didn't just talk to them uh, relatively recently. And that's what happened tonight as we're talking to Brother Hill. But we're not just catching the, uh, catching up with Brother Hill. We're talking to Brother Hill tonight about his connections to Ukraine and uh, what the show at the Union that I hope a lot of you here in Athens went out and, and saw. But but for those that didn't catch you the first time, why don't you introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I am Brother Hill, uh, Brett Hill, from Southern Ohio, between Dayton and Athens, my two beloved cities. And um, yeah, I was actually just on talking with Paul back in September with my crew, Hill Spirits, the Appalachian folk ensemble I play with. We had a great conversation. And a lot of that conversation, we ended up touching on Ukraine because we'd just gotten back. My, uh, my bandmate, Ben Stewart, and I, uh, Athens native Ben Stewart, he plays with Hill Spirits and then also plays in Slavalacha, which is our Slavic Appalachian Folk Alliance. This is an alliance of four Ukrainian musicians, a Belarusian folk musician, and then uh, two American folk musicians, myself and Ben Stewart. And um, yeah, man, we've been, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just all about um, cultural propagation, about mm -hmm. supporting culture, supporting, you know, uh, endemic cultures and, uh, and, you know, the cultures that are really tied in with the land and peoples. And that is something that Appalachia and uh, Ukraine, especially Carpathian Ukraine, has a lot in common about. Uh, so, yeah, man, we've been working with that for the past couple of years and since 2019. Um, and now uh, the alliance is more important than ever, more poignant than ever to have a grassroots alliance of people supporting people. So mm -hmm. it's just like a big organization or a government body like pointing a direction and saying like, hey, go help these people out. It's like, no, the people are helping the people. That's what we proved with our event last night at the Union in Athens. So let's 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 start there. Tell me tell me about the event at, at the Union. Tell me about getting up on that stage and and not only performing this music and 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 telling this crowd about this culture, but doing it at this time at a time of such importance. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, it was electric in there last night. People are so ready to do something and to support. You know, this it's been over two weeks now since this invasion. And people around the world are hurting. Obviously, the people of Ukraine are hurting most. And our hearts are breaking with them around the world. And so many people just really want an opportunity and a chance to do something. Um, and it was really beautiful, man. I mean, we, let's see at the with the silent auctions and raffles we raised 1827 from the door we raised 890 um and then from individual exterior donations we raised 1200 far at around 3900 dollars from one of three events because the next uh, event will be um saturday at uh, rambling house up in columbus and then on sunday in dayton at blind bobs um, so we've got these three concerts for Ukraine. It had been about 25. I mean, it had been within the first day of the invasion that I was like, we need to raise support. Mm -hmm. And I put out a call to action 
through social media, looking for anyone who would be interested in helping out in those three cities with um, raffling and with donations and with performances. And man, you know, within 24 hours of that, these three shows were pretty much set. So it was about a 48 hour blitz of going from like the beginning of this to having it set in stone. Mm-hmm. And that is just evidence of the support systems of Southern Ohio and of the support systems I'm blessed to have around me and these communities, man, between Dayton, Columbus, and Athens. It's just, it's just incredible, man. Uh, you know, having these venues show up, having the people show up, and having people showing up willing to run the raffle because if I if that was left on me, this wouldn't, mm-hmm. this wouldn't happen. <laughs> I could like right. to do that. I'm a musician and I'm right. definitely like, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a supporter and I'm a move maker, you know, but there's right. something you can do. And uh, that's where the community comes in, man. And people are so willing to help right now. So last night was incredible, man. And I cannot wait to keep these things going. Yeah. By the time this airs, I'm sure that number is going to be over five grand and that's going to be huge. I'm sure it's going to be over five grand by the, the, the second night and it'll only go up from there. I mean, this is, it's important. And, and not only is it important that you, you know, you're, you're calling all these people and you're calling, you're bringing all this help in, but again, you're, you're talking about the culture. You're, you're, you're showing the music and you're showing the connections that this place that for a lot of people is so far away. And honestly, a lot of people might not, know where it even is exactly but you you said they're just like us here's the connections they have how important is it to bring ukrainian music to american audiences right now well it's super important man it's a really important way you can support the culture i mean i've been taking part in promoting ukrainian music for the last three years not because it's a job but because it's amazing and there is a lot of crossover there's just an interesting um they were talking about it on WOUB the other day. There were some researchers. Um, they were talking about the similarities between the Carpathian region of, of Ukraine and Appalachia, and they're you know they have a lot of striking similarities just between the geography and then how the geography affects the culture and the people and these enclaves where you know a folk tradition will survive and a folk song that might have come from a different region you know will find its way there and then become its own thing in these little melting not not melting pots but these little uh like cultural niches um and so that's really fascinating to observe between you know just spending time in the carpathians with the people over there and then being like i feel like i'm back and and just an another an otherworldly version of of the hills down here in appalachia i should mention i didn't mention uh, earlier when i was talking about the events uh, all of this money we're raising is going towards two organizations in particular one is razom for ukraine um which is uh, it was set up in 2014 around the time of the maidan euro maidan revolutions in ukraine um around the time that all this began this war with russia you know began in the east back in 2014 a lot of people tend to forget it's been going on for eight years and things have just rapidly intensified in the past two weeks uh, but razom has been set up to promote ukrainian prosperity in the world ukrainian culture and identity uh and they've got you know it's a it's a legitimate 501c3 based here in america with an american bank account but it, all the support is going directly to ukraine and uh, currently they're focusing on tactical medical supplies so they've been providing tactical medical supplies on the ground and then the other organization is uh is father's care inc in Kiev, which provides for vulnerable uh, children and orphans 
So, you know, between all this money that we're raising is going towards medical gear, gauze, bandages, med kits, and, you know, ch children, man, shoulders for kids to heal on. There's a lot of pain across Ukraine right now. There's a lot of pain across the world. And uh, mm -hmm. raising some awareness about specifically, you know, what you can do. Anyone can do any amount of things. Uh, you know, if you go to my Instagram at Brother Hill, uh, on the link in my bio is uh, the first two links on there are both these support support opportunities. Um, and you can look it up for yourself, R-A-Z-O-M, Razom for Ukraine. That's a really great organization to support. So, yeah, man, we're trying to raise five figures. Five figures is what we're aiming at. Five figures in, in three events, and, you know, we're getting towards halfway there after one. So I think we can do it, man. More from Brother Hill next here on Groovy Soup. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back into Groovy Soup. Paul Holden here with a special track here. We're talking to Brother Hill tonight on Groovy Soup, but he's part of Slavalacha, and we got a track from them. This what, what Slavalacha is, it, it's Appalachia, it's Ukrainian music, all brought together. And this one's called Zakuvala Zozulaina.
Zakuvala Zozulena by Slavalacha, and we got lots more to learn about Slavalacha and Brother Hill right now. Momentum's there, and I'm rooting for all the best. I wish I was, uh, you know, there, and we could get this uh, the the train rolling. But if there's anything we can do post uh, post the shows, let us know as well. But I'm curious, how did you first get involved with the uh, the connections to Ukraine? Was it just an opportunity to 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 travel there at one point, and and it and it's led to to more? What was the what was how did you first uh, get involved with with uh, Ukraine? Well, initially, me and my comrades, my bandmates here in Athens uh, met a Belarusian folk musician, Sergei Dohishal, when he was performing his works in um, in Athens at Jack EO's back in March 2019. And he did this really incredible performance, uh, you know, playing flutes and guitar and singing these songs, uh, playing hurdy gurdy, and, you know, getting the whole room moving, doing these traditional Slavic folk dances. It was amazing. It was super electric. And, um, so we invited him to jam the next night, and then Slavolacha was born, uh, one of the, the, the Belarusian who brought this guy there, who's a student at OU. Um, she was studying cultural management, and so she basically, after this happened, we had this amazing jam, and all these Slavs turned up from out of the woodwork in Athens, and it ended up being like nine, you know, Belarusians, Ukrainians, and Russians, and, you know, like six or seven Appalachians with, you know, banjos and fiddles and all this stuff. It was amazing. And, you know, I shouted Slavolacha when we were jamming because it's like Slavic Appalachian. And then within 10 months of that night, we were landing in Belarus and um, going there to promote this idea that we can, we can forge an alliance together and, and, and make this, make this uh this network of grassroots diplomacy a reality you know like people with people Mm -hmm. and so then the ukrainian aspect came in when she basically because we had three people at that point three musicians you know the two americans that went to meet this one belarusian and so then to add in like a full band aspect of it we incorporated a ukrainian band out of lviv which we had some ties to and then i met them I met, we were in Belarus for a week and then we flew down uh, to Lviv, Ukraine. This was January of 2020. And uh, that night we flew in, we performed as a full band and I had just met them about six hours before. <laughs> like met them in person. We'd been, you know, chatting on, on Messenger for, you know, 
nine months at that point and like we'd been you know introduced and we'd send videos back and forth but i'd never actually met them or played with them and uh we had the first slavalacha concert in january of 2020 in lviv ukraine and uh and then we went and retreated up in the carpathian mountains as a full band uh you know ukrainians belarusian uh, belarusians and then uh, americans and we started working on the project and then we were going to be um touring in belarus and ukraine in 2020 um in august of 2020 and then obviously the pandemic hit and then the revolution of belarus happened uh, which is you know still an actively ongoing political situation to monitor and we weren't able to return, so we didn't end up getting to return to Ukraine until August and September of 2021. So that's where I was, yeah. what was that, now, six months ago. I was over there in Ukraine and in, uh, in Odessa and down near Ochakiv, uh, across from a military base that's now completely destroyed. And uh, was up in Lviv quite a bit, and then up in the mountains, and, uh, and then in Ternopil, Ukraine, recording an album. We wrote that album up in the Carpathians, in a village called Starahuta. And we had no idea what was awaiting us. I mean, always knew that at the gates there was this beast with sharp fangs waiting to, to pounce. I mean, there was a bleeding wound in the east of Ukraine, this war that had just been drudging on for eight years. That was just like World War One style trench warfare. Um, pardon me. Um, and I mean, it was just gridlocked. Something was bound to happen in time, and I, I couldn't believe it. Once it finally was like, oh, this actually is about to happen. I mean, I had been in total denial about it. I was like, this, this would spark potentially the, I mean, definitely the largest global conflict in our lifetime my lifetime and you know this i just couldn't believe that the audacity mm -hmm. i couldn't believe that, that this was actually gonna happen until about four days before and i was like wow okay and then that's when i started preparing for like now how am i going to you know pull up my bootstraps and take leadership over the appalachian Part of this alliance you know if we forge this alliance like this is where the rubber meets the road is at a time like this it's like mm -hmm. if if you have the the opportunity to make an impact and you don't that's like as bad as acting against them because mm -hmm. only certain people are given the tools and the resources and the experience to be able to have influence in situations like this so if you do have that and you refuse to use it like you were given, you were the one that that, that like, are you going to do it or not? And so I, I kind of had an awakening moment of like, yeah, gotta act. that was where it matters. So man, it's we, amazing to see a community surrounding that. Yeah. And you know, that I, I think you, you, you bring up a good point. I mean, and to, to, to know that, every to, to, to just have the perspective of 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 the, that alliance i mean it's more than music it clearly shows that when you started that project and the commitments was more than just hey this is a guy we love to jam with and then it shows the influence and the connection that music can bring to people i mean this has driven you to not only step up now but 
to travel the world to go to you know and embody yourself as this as an as a member of this alliance and that is something that show to to be doing that especially in the time of ultimate camaraderie which is right now i mean it is commendable and and i'm hoping i'm hoping that the that those that you know and your connections are are as safe as they can be yeah man that's i got i got friends across the country multiple friends that have gone to kiev to fight my friends in lviv are uh, you know fortunately lviv is safe it's far in the west near the polish border but this is really the it's where most of the you know embassies and dignitaries have gone because um, it's safer than kiev but who's staying in kiev zelensky man mm-hmm. freaking hero love zelensky i've never loved a politician so much. <laughs> most of the world loves that guy and he's sticking around man he ain't going nowhere He's like openly and brazenly sticking around. And that is the Ukrainian spirit. Look at how many people are going back to Ukraine. The three yeah. Ukrainians that I know, like like from Ukraine, not just Ukrainian Americans, but the three Ukrainians I know here in Ohio have all gone back. Wow. Yeah, two of them to Ukraine, one of them to Poland to go help us run humanitarian aid to the border. And that goes to show right there. That is, that's the Ukrainian spirit, man. It's unbreakable. These are the most defiant resolute proud dignified people that i know uh truly and i would have said that long before this conflict it's one of the reasons i love them so much and i've grown to love the you know the months that i've spent there um you know midwinter midsummer they're the same people man (laughs) right right and i i absolutely adore their spirit and you know the kremlin has made many mistakes (laughs) <laughs> many mistakes so far but most certainly um one of the mistakes was the fact that they chose to inflict this on ukraine one of the most mm-hmm. unbreakable peoples in the world yeah <laughs> their entire history has been based on maintaining their autonomy and, and self-identity so you know they've got a lot of experience in defending the idea of a free and sovereign mm-hmm. ukraine and they're going to keep doing that tooth and nail man all my friends, you know, my friends that are staying up all day and all night making Molotov cocktails to continue fighting the guerrilla tactics on the ground, which work, showing to work very well. And then my other friends who are, you know, getting foreign journalists into the country and assuring that they have the connections and ties they need. And then my other friends who are running news agencies in a bunker, you know, just like keeping the news cranking out. You know, every every cell phone video that's being sent of these terrible atrocities so that people know that this is what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. It's tough work for people to do, to have to sit and stare at at videos of dead children, dead elderly, dead Ukrainian and Russian soldiers, exploded munitions and, and, and potholes, uh, potholes. That's hardly it. Impact craters from missiles, um, you know, and, uh, and burned, demolished maternity wards i mean it's it's the darkest parts of what humans are capable of that awareness and staying aware of what's going on is incredibly important following you know get on telegram a lot of people might not realize that's where a lot of like this information comes from what you're seeing on bbc is coming from like a ukrainian telegram news channel which is how a lot of people in ukraine just keep in touch it's how i've kept in touch with slavolacha for years is through that app it's like a encrypted messaging app and um, 
I mean, you get on a thread on there and you're seeing the stuff that's going to be on BBC in six hours. It's coming directly through these channels of communication, you know, and, um, and just one thing I keep encouraging people about is staying informed and talking about this because tragically we are living in a time where people's attention spans are shorter than ever. People just don't have an attention span anymore. They want to get distracted. This has been going on for a little over two weeks. Uh, you know, around now to the next week is when people are really going to want to start forgetting this is going on. And the word Ukraine will start striking these images they've seen on the news or on Twitter or whatever in their minds. And they'll want to start avoiding that because people don't like staring stuff like this in the face. But this is the most important time to keep talking about it until something changes. And it's one of those times where there's a seemingly insurmountable amount of darkness just swirling in the world right now. And there's this great force of oppression and darkness. And it's a tragedy and it's an opportunity for all of humanity and anyone who has light inside them that isn't made of this kind of darkness. Any good person can recognize that this is wrong and there's no question about it it's a as a bipartisan issue as it were like this is something that no matter who you are if you've got that light inside you recognize that this is wrong so that's an opportunity a rare opportunity for pretty much all of humanity and the whole world to come together and galvanize its efforts towards recognizing that this is wrong and so that's that is a light in this darkness to recognize mm -hmm. that we can actually all come together on something you know that's a huge opportunity last time this happened was world war ii you know where we were actually all coming together like yeah mm -hmm. this is wrong there's no there's no way you can question that this is wrong so i consider that an important time to make moves mm -hmm. to recognize an opportunity to, to make light right well, Brother Hill, we have uh, taken up uh, plenty of your time today. Thank you so much for telling your story, telling us your friends' stories as well. Uh, we got we, some great tunes tonight, so I'm really glad that we got to, to some – Slava Lacha. Did I get it right? Slava Lacha. One of the coolest ideas I've heard. It's a, it's a prime example of how music is borderless, how it brings cultures together, how it has the ability to bring – anyone from anywhere at any time together and it's a really cool thing and on top of a weekend of 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 raising money for to, to, to support and telling us and, and and giving us here uh on groovy soup uh, uh, an inside look i asked you last time what your favorite type of soup was but i'm curious if you can give me a delicious ukrainian soup maybe uh for for the theme to maybe maybe end on uh on, on something we can all uh celebrate a nice bowl of soup i'd say zurich Zurich. Yes, it is a, it's kind of like a Galician, Polish, uh, Ukrainian, you know, Galicia was this region is like, that's where Lviv is, is in the historic region of Galicia. And it's in Western Ukraine. And it's like a, uh, a yeasted, like beef soup. Ooh. It has like yeast in it. So it's like really like, it's got like an almost effervescence. It's, it's got a little bit of a funk. I love that stuff. It's really super chronic and tasty. If you make yourself a bowl of Zurich, go listen to Zakuvala Zozulina, the single that Slavolacha just put out last week. 
it is a it is a war song that we recorded in September in Ternopil, Ukraine, having no idea how appropriate this was going to be, how bitterly appropriate it was going to be. So eat you some soup and listen to the new Slava Lacha track wherever you can. That's that's going to be my plan. But uh, one last time, where uh, you know people to support you, but uh, people also support the the organizations that uh, that you're working to raise money for. Yeah, man, Razom for Ukraine, R A Z O M, is a really great organization to support. Uh, American-based uh, Ukrainian aid organization um, and Fathers Care Inc., which you can access through the GoFundMe that we, uh, that some friends of mine are running, and that's where we are putting a lot of this money towards is this GoFundMe for these kids in Kiev. Um, and you can find links to that through the event pages for these events on Facebook, Concerts for Ukraine. There's going to be links up through all that. And you can also monitor, you know, how much money we end up raising and where this goes towards in particular and um, yeah, you know, we're going to, we want to keep these things rolling, you know, so I'm Brother Hill, Brett Hill. If you have any ideas for how you can help or, uh, you know, want to try to get involved in some of these events that we want to throw in the future along the same exact vein, then contact me, get in touch. I am interested in doing anything that I can to support our mission of supporting Ukrainians, our Ohio mission. You know, we got, we got a duty here to take care of our friends and family and show what Ohio is all about. Absolutely. Brother Hill, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Jude. Peace. Up next, Rewind. Keep it here. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105.